Hey guys, welcome back to the Metamorphosis Podcast. We talk about emotions and essential oils and all kinds of fun things. And we've been talking lately about the spirit and what it is and how hard it is to explain. And we've even brought a friend in to help us a few episodes ago. But today we're going to be talking about how thoughts and emotions show up in the body and how it's important to learn how to notice these signs that your body gives. So our body is giving us signs all the time, like uh, a warning sign on a car that, you know, you need to check your air pressure or your oil or the temperature. And then we also need tools for understanding these processes and these signs. And so negative emotions and thoughts can lead to tension. That's pretty no brainer. You get some tension in your muscles around your neck and your shoulders. Um, it can also lead to irritability and digestion, rashes. Val and I have lots of story about stories about rashes. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a and, one. <laughs> and then long term, if these things continue, so those are things that can show up right away because the brain and the nervous system are sending these signals to different parts of the body, and the body responds. But long term, um, thyroid, other organs and glands in your body, if this has been going on for long enough then you will begin to see dysfunction or even disease in those parts of the body or maybe a chronic pain or um, generalized pain throughout the entire body that doesn't seem to be explained by, you know, going to the doctor, they can't find the source of it. Yeah. So what Psalm 139, 14 says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful and my soul knows it full well. And I think you know, the interesting part is here, like our brain doesn't necessarily know it. <laughs> our body doesn't necessarily know it, but our soul knows that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, Even when you think it. you're not, what? It's our soul just gets it. Like it knows we're okay yeah. when we think we're not. <laughs> Exactly. It's amazing how we can convince ourselves we're not, even though our soul knows that we are. Um, so today we are going to talk about chakras and chakras um, are divisions or points in the body that other cultures use to define where beliefs. So beliefs being a combo of thoughts and emotions. Um, what goes against what our soul or spirit knows? Um, and when we have these thoughts or emotions that do go against what our soul or our spirit knows, um, it tends to show up as signs or manifestations of disease or pain or tension in the body, like what Jennifer was just talking about. Um, and we, there's seven chakras within the body. You've got the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar plexus, the heart, the throat, the third eye, and the crown. All right. So those, those names in themselves aren't anything but just names of locations. And we're going to break down um, each chakra because there is so much there's so much like cool stuff to unpack in each chakra like what body parts are there what physical issues manifest there um, what thoughts and emotions are tied to those centers and so a chakra is basically a center of the body and Val just listed all seven of them that shows the spirit's connection to the mind emotions and you know how the body is intertwined with acts we are fearfully and wonderfully made we are a very complex being made of many parts that are so intertwined that you can't possibly separate them, but different, you know, cultures and um, types of medicine, they have at least tried to map it out. Mm -hmm. Each center is connected to glands, organs, body processes, and functions. And so our spirit holds this original blueprint of health and harmony, complete harmony and happiness, our soul's purpose. We know why we're here. Um, on some level, but the flow of communication 
from the spirit gets blocked when our thoughts and emotions aren't expressed or our negative thoughts and emotions aren't expressed and handled appropriately on a daily basis. We let this stuff pile up and we get it, we let it get deeply woven into our, our psyche, our belief system, how we live our life out. And so where are these signals? Where do we see the red flags? How do they show up? How do we know when we're off course or out of alignment? Yeah, because, you know, our thoughts and emotions that are not in alignment with our highest self um, or the original blueprint of our true self, the spirit, it sends signals via the nervous system to stop certain body processes um, or cause tension or create cortisol that over time leads to chronic health issues and inflammation. So this is what you call out of alignment spiritually. So our body is manifesting and showing us these signs all the time. So we're going to break down the root chakra today and give you some tools and tips and things just to notice, to play with. This is not deep science. This is not a religious practice for us. It's just a way of noticing the body and paying attention to it and honoring what our, really our spirit is trying to show us, tell us. Um, so the location of this first, sh- first chakra, we're going to talk about the root chakra today. It is associated with the base of the spine. So like the, the tailbone and maybe the sacrum, um, the pelvic floor and the first three vertebrae. So not quite all the way into the sacrum. I'm not real good on my spine <laughs> anatomy, but I think the sacrum's above that. Um, so what it is, think about your root chakra as like this foundation kind of like when you're building a house, except for it's, it's your body. It's what helps you to feel, um, when, when it's in balance, it's what helps you to feel sturdy, stable, supported. It's responsible for your sense of security and survival. It's also connected to whatever you use, um, to ground yourself. So like basic needs like food, water, shelter, safety, as well as your more emotional needs, like letting go of fear and feeling safe around, you know, people, trusting relationships, things like that. And as you know, when these needs are met, you tend to worry less. Finances can wreck my, my mental mm-hmm. happy place. Yep. Yeah. So family and finances definitely show up in or imbalances with family and finances. Fears around family and finances definitely mm-hmm. show up in this part of the body. Yeah, and our body's amazing because it really does show us signals when it's blocked. So when we're thinking and feeling things that are not in alignment with the truth that our spirit knows of who we really are, that we're fearfully and wonderfully made and perfectly provided for, protected and supported by our creator and really all of creation, um, a variety of ailments can occur from blockages, including anxiety disorders, fears, or nightmares. And physically, the first chakra is associated with problems in the colon, with the bladder, with elimination, or with lower back, leg, or feet issues. So, I mean, just think about anything that involves support. Yeah. So, all right. Now, tools. The tools have no magic in themselves. If you hear nothing else we ever say on this podcast, know that you have everything that you need inside of you. You know, we talk about um, you're never really stuck. You always have power. You always have choices. And the power we're really talking about in this this seri- this episode today in the series we're going to do is that you've got to tap into that power inside of you, that deep knowing that you have that sometimes we just don't trust or we get too busy to listen to. So these tools have no magic. They're just things that help trigger and connect us to our body to remember to listen to ourselves. All right. So they're, they're made of matter, you know, 
the things that we're going to talk about, they're, they're not, there's, there's nothing, um, you know, magically special. They have energy just because they're from the earth and they have a certain makeup of an atomical structure with protons, neutrons, electrons, all that sciencey stuff. But they, they also have vibrations because of their, their makeup. Um, and so these tools just help to trigger something inside the body that highlights our awareness it maybe brings up the thoughts or the feelings that we can just see clearly that we are kind of like humming in the background that we may not even know are controlling us or our decisions and that we may be ignoring and the ignoring of those thoughts and emotions or the unawareness of them is what allows that misalignment to continue because when we know better, we do better. Like when yeah. we truly see the truth, there is no one on this earth. You know, you think of someone who has some major life problems and you think, well, they know better. They do, but there's something about their heart. Doesn't something inside of them is severely misaligned and they don't see the truth. So when we see truth, we don't typically turn away from it. Yeah, that's so true. And you know, all of these things, any issue you have that where your, where your brain and your heart aren't matching up with your soul, um, they can be worked through in prayer and therapy, but sometimes we just don't need to involve our brain until it has a chance to respond to our body and what it's saying. Um, you know, we can just be so analytical when we think from just the brain perspective, but sometimes we need a listening and responding perspective. So more abstract sounding, but way more simple than involving the brain. <laughs> Val and I are living this every day. <laughs> every day learning to not ever let our brain get in the driver's seat because when it does man it just drives us right off a cliff well and I mean we're really honestly conditioned from the time we're children to think with our brain and so it's like trying to undo all of that you know that we just naturally work towards but it's like our brains just get us into trouble like you know we weren't created to totally rely on our brain we were created to factor in our heart and our soul and you know, so, and we don't even use all of our brain. We're so limited in the part that oh, we do use that yes. it's, it's just a joke to think that we, we can find all of the answers inside. Well, of and, without. and at the same time, like, it's like our brain also lies to us because we believe all these things that aren't true subconsciously. <laughs> and so we can't really trust that either. So it, it really does become a thing of like, all right, how, where can we put our analytical self down and just listen and respond? Um, it, it's, it's hard to do that because of our conditioning, but it actually is what gets us where we need to be. Well, it gives us a chance when we turn it off, just to turn off that fight or flight and just kind of like, just float for a little bit, (laughs) just respond to anything that does come up. And so speaking of responding and triggers and tools, um, we're just going to mention a few things that might sound out of the box for you, or might be completely normal to you, depending on your background. But these are things that trigger um, this particular chakra we're talking about today, which is the root chakra. So the organs involved with it, the thoughts and emotions surrounding what we mentioned earlier, family, support, security, finances, all of those things. So the first tool is just simply a color. And that sounds, might sound abstract, but red is associated with that part of the body. Like, you know, colors have vibrations, they have meaning, they have emotional, um, connections So the thoughts connected to that part of the body and the emotions we process there are what can be brought up just simply by being introduced to a color. Seeing the color may trigger the feelings, good or bad. And the goal is just to simply feel them, notice them, and let them go. Unless they bring up a 
big question that is, you know, maybe life changing. And that's where you want to involve someone for some guidance um, if you need that. But it's in the blocking of these feelings that we block our consciousness and we block our, our own power. That magic inside of us is that power and that awareness. We block those things to be able to deal with the issues that come up around them whenever we refuse to feel and acknowledge what's going on inside of us. Yeah. Okay. And so the element associated with the root chakra is the earth element, which in Chinese medicine, the earth element is, you know, really connected to um, the family unit and harmony. Um, So it's really important to have that connection. And so, you know, if you've got worries associated with the family unit or just harmony within your home in general, and, you know, that can also relate to finances, because if you don't feel financially stable, that can affect your entire family unit. So, you know, it's like anything that affects the family unit, um, materialistically or emotionally, um, you know, some different ways to, to connect to that or to go outside and ground. So take your shoes off, go stand in the grass. Um, you know, 10 minutes a day is awesome for that, but just it'll connect you back into the ground. And so, um, that's a really powerful way. And then you can also diffuse some different oils that, um, Jennifer and I had talked about that would be great for this would be the balance blend, um, vetiver, um, it's a root, uh, ginger, which is also a root, then sandalwood and cedarwood. And you could place these on the sacrum, which is the lower back. And, um, so we actually did this before the podcast. We put a couple of oils on and, and it makes a difference. Yeah, um, and then, we didn't add patchouli to that list, but patchouli oh, those good earthy oils. Yes. I love patchouli so much. Um, and then, you know, also think about this, like notice, does a vacation in the mountains sound more relaxing than the beach? And if so, maybe it's your chakra, your root chakra, really craving that earth element. So, um, Another option you have is there are certain crystals that are associated with the root chakra. So um, I really honestly know very little to nothing about crystals, <laughs> but if you're into crystals and you like them, um, red jasper, onyx, and hematite, hematite, however you say it, are great for that. So you can, you know, find um, jewelry with those specific crystals, um, or, you know, you can just have them laying around as pretty home decor because just looking at them, if it makes you feel happy, will, you know, connect you in with that root chakra. I'm a rock girl. I grew up with my granny out in nature. And one of the, one of the things I absolutely love to do was just collect pretty rocks. They made me happy when I was a kid. And so just seeing pretty rocks sitting around still makes me happy. I'd rather have jewelry. (laughs) I'd rather have a rock. I'd rather rather have rock on my necklace than like, you know, a diamond or like, you know. Yes. You pretty much like if I'm going to have any kind of rock, I want it to be a diamond. (laughs) You can keep your red jasper. I want the diamond chakra that opens (laughs) all of them in my opinion. (laughs) So yeah, the fun, the thing there is just to have fun with it. Like I said, there, there's no magic in these things. It's just, they may trigger happiness and feelings of security for you. And if, if that's what reminds you that you're loved and perfectly provided for and protected, then it works. Um, a, a aspect of, emotional, mental health that I have not embraced in most of my life, but just have in the past year is exercise and body movement. And my choice body movement has been bar, which is a combination of yoga and Pilates and a little bit of dance. But, um, what I have learned from it is there are certain ways we will stretch, bend and move that I feel the tension releasing. And then I have such a great day after I've worked out and released all that tension and 
Um, so yoga has a lot of poses that are actually uh, created around releasing specific types of tension in the body. Wide-legged forward fold is one. So you just spread your legs out wide and bend at the hips, bend your torso down to your you know, hands are touching as far as what's comfortable for you. And it's not a goal to bend all the way as much as it is bend until you feel that tension and then just breathe. So see if you can hold that pose. And by hold, I don't mean hold it tensely, but stay in that pose and breathe so that your chest and your spine are um, expanding at the same time. So you normally, we just try to breathe into our shoulders and our chest. Those are really shallow breaths. And then mm -hmm. also breathe and notice if your rib cage at the bottom is expanding out to the left and right. And if you are breathing those kinds of breaths, you're going to feel that tension in your muscles increase as you're inhaling. It's going to get real intense. And then as you exhale, all of that tension is just going to melt away. And you're actually going to be able to fold a little bit more, uh, a little bit farther with every breath. And so that tension is leaving your body as you're doing this. Another one is Malasana squats, not a yoga expert. So I don't know what that is, but I know you could Google it. M-A-L-A-S-A-N-A. -A -A. Um, oh, actually that's the one. It's like the little praying. Yeah, you like crouch down. down. Yeah. You're crouched down. That's a fun pose. And then mountain pose. I love mountain pose. I just, you just feel strong when you're in mountain pose. Mm -hmm. So you can Google those. There are tons of YouTube videos that you can look at to learn how to do those better but just remember the breathing is the most important thing there. Um, so you may have a lot of lower back tension. If you have root chakra issues, you may be tight in your hips. Um, you want to open and release this tension and stimulate blood flow. So that's why the breathing is important also. And then just while you're sitting in these poses, notice the thoughts that come up. Are there any worries? Are there any sources of anxiety that try to flood your brain while you're releasing that tension? Cause usually they'll, um, as you're releasing something, it'll try to like come up and, um, you know, cause one last little bit of, of trouble before you release it. So that's important to notice what, what thoughts and feelings come up while you're in these poses and you may get more clarity than you expect about what's going on at a subconscious level inside of you that you may be too busy to notice. Yeah. And, you know, we mentioned before balance and vetiver and ginger and cedarwood and sandalwood and patchouli. Um, and just as a quick tip, when you're to help balance these really heavy oils, um, citrus oils are amazing for that. So they're sour, which kind of collects and grounds and brings things together. So um, we have some, a few suggestions of citrus oils to mix with these so that you can try them out and see how they work for you. We also don't understand complete Chinese medicine. So when we say sour, that's a, that's a Chinese medicine term um, that we don't know all of the different flavors necessarily with the five elements, but um, we have learned from Desiree Mangandog that the sour does help to collect scattered energy. Um, so it's, that's why it pairs really good with these woodsy, earthy, rooty oils. All right. So here's one. If you have um, worries that you are aware of or become aware of, that surround family harmony, this would be a good combo. Cedarwood and lime because the cedarwood is all about connection and the lime is all about just a gratitude and an open heart. So it kind of creates the feeling of that family harmony. Um, even if that may not be the reality of what you experience, if you hold those feelings, you can rem remember you can begin to shape and shift your reality by what you think, feel, believe, and walk in on the inside. 
Yeah. So another really great option that might also make you want to take a nap <laughs> is vetiver and wild orange. I, I don't know though. I think the wild orange would cancel out the sleepiness of the vetiver. Oh, no, um, <laughs> oh really? It's still going to knock you out. You're already really in. It's going to just calm you right down. <laughs> um, so that you would use that combo if you're having severe anxious feelings of like swirling and then groundedness. If you just feel like there's nothing grounded in your life. Um, get that vetiver and the wild orange out and use a couple of drops of each. And if you're needing some energy, some spicy motivation, but energy, that's that source of pure creativity and purpose. Like you, you know what needs to be done and you see it so clearly that your body just takes you there and it just is going to get done. You don't have to like will yourself into it. Put ginger and wild orange on your lower back, maybe even your like really far lower abdomen and just notice like what, what is it that you feel like you want to do? Let your thoughts, let your emotions kind of show you like what needs to be done. And maybe there's something that if you get it out of the way, it'll, you know, clear out energy for other things, but it's more of a creative energy, not a stimulating energy that pushes you more into things that cause burnout <laughs> because you're, you know, every day doing all the things you feel like you have to do. Um, creativity has like this amazing source of energy when you plug into it. It just, it just carries you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. And then last but not least, we have sandalwood and bergamot or bergamot, however you want to say it. Um, this combination I think is super powerful because, um, you know, we're always being guided and we're always being given spiritual direction, but, um, you know, a lot of times we're not, we don't feel real sure of our guidance. You know, we're not sure if, if we're actually understanding the guidance that we're being given. So when you need to really hone in and feel that spiritual connection and just have confidence in the guidance that you're getting, that you are actually, that your GPS is picking up what you're being told, um, or what you're being guided towards, um, break out sandalwood and bergamot and get a couple drops of each, you know, diffuse it, put it on your lower back. That will really help you feel more grounded, more guided. Um, and just a lot more, put more trust in the fact that you are being guided and you're going in the right direction maybe kind of, um, get rid of that tendency to always second guess. Like yeah. You have the first gut feeling and then you're like, but, and you immediately you kind of like criticize it away. Yeah. 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 Um, you start okay. realizing why it couldn't work. Yeah. All right. So try, try any of those things. Um, the body movement, whichever one just kind of spoke to you, you're like, Oh, that sounds fun. Do that. Um, and in the meantime, if you want more resources for essential oils, using them for emotions, Val and I both have Facebook groups. Mine is, um, I almost forgot the name of it. Rooted in, <laughs> rooted in love collective. Um, Val's <laughs> is the essential joyologist and we have websites that's new this year. We each have our own website that spells out more of the services and things that we can offer to help people besides the podcast. Val's is valpetty.com and mine is rooted in love.co. And then of course we always have resources, um, we have some still from the past up on our podcast website, which is valandgen.com. So go check out any of those.